<laughs> Three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, geez, Aaron. <sighs> You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. What's up? What's up? What's up? Aaron sucks. Aaron sucks. I can get I can get behind that if that's what we're doing moving forward. I am I am not opposed to that if that's gonna be the we way to change start. it to the John Cena theme and then sing Aaron Oster sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh welcome into episode number oh god, I can't even I can't even find oh four or five of jobbing out. Anybody? Um that how many, is how many hours the height of Hornswoggle. That is the height of Hornswoggle, but that ain't bad, Brandon. That was a good guess. Yes, four or five, as in Hornswoggle's height, as he's going to join us later on the program. Episode four or five of Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton from Ramshead Live, and of course... The main event. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. All right. AJ Francis, aka. Sa- oh, God damn it. Sausage <laughs> Castle Wrestling Champion. Frank. For 200 days. Well, now technically 201, but still. Wow. Hey, uh, real quick, let's, uh, let's again get a plug in. You are finally coming back and appearing locally coming up on September 7th of Primal Conflict Wrestling. Yep. September 7th, Primal Conflict Wrestling. Ranson, West Virginia. I do not know who I'm facing yet, um, but let's be honest. Look at me, probably going over uh, <laughs> when we <laughs> uh, when uh, when uh, it's going to be my first time wrestling in front of my family. So that'll be really cool. Um, I don't think like even you guys. You guys haven't seen all the videos that I post, posted up. So like, I, people get legitimately shocked when they see me work. Like. I do fucking moonsaults and backflips and dive over the ropes and I'm 320 and people are like, yo, why are you able to do these things? And I'm like, shout out God. So when I get an, <laughs> when, I, when I get an opportunity to show off in front of the, the fam, just know you are going to want to be in a building on September 7th. That's cool, man. We're looking forward to that. Sure. Um, also on that card, uh, Road Warrior Animal is going to be there. Uh, and by the way, that would be one person I would, I guess I would not. Yeah, you would wrong. probably, yes, correct. Um, and then the former Manu, uh, one of Roman Reigns' cousins, uh, is going to be there as well. So it's going to be a great night. Uh, PrimalConflictWrestling.com in order to get your tickets for that if you're local. Want to get a chance to get out and finally see AJ in action. So that's dope. Uh, we got a lot to talk about this week. No, Aaron is not with us. Um, I, I did attempt this week to work around his schedule and offered that we could do something at night. 
Um, unfortunately, nobody else was available, so yeah, you can go screw. Also, how many weeks have I said that we're doing Hornswoggle? How long ago did I warn everybody Hornswoggle, what time and what day we were recording with him? Hey, I'm ready, and baby. I, I mean, I literally gave you more than a week's notice. Uh, more than a week to prepare for that, and unfortunately, uh, not available. So, yeah, all right. That's the way it is. Uh, we understand. Aaron doesn't like being the not shortest person on the show. That's the bit. <laughs> <laughs> he takes great pride in it. He takes great pride in being that guy. All right, um, let's start with what was the biggest news in wrestling. We'll get to Raw and SmackDown in segment number two. Um, oh, by the way, if you happen to be – I want to say something. We love the people that as soon as the show gets posted, immediately get the notification and go listen to the show, right? Like you are probably our, our most important people. We love you. Thank you for being such hardcore fans of the show. If you did that a week ago, you missed something, though, unfortunately, because we posted the show, and then like a couple minutes later, I found out that we were going to have the opportunity to have Carlito on the show. So the show had already been posted, and then a day later, we were able to talk to Carlito, which we then added on to the show at the end. And he was awesome. Uh, he was a great guest, of course. He's involved with Glow, uh, Season 3, which is available right now. And Season 3 yeah, is like fucking amazing. Season 3 is incredible. It's a totally different thing. It's probably the best season of the show. Surprisingly, it goes a completely different direction. Yep. Everybody needs to go watch it. You can slam through it pretty quickly because each episode is only 30 minutes long. Uh I can't say enough about how good the season was. Yeah, I'm only halfway through, and it's pretty good. It's really good. It's a really good uh, season of Glow, and it sets up. If you, once you get to the end, it sets up like a fat. You know, they've done a great job of of taking this show, like and the concept, and making it really fascinating. And like, what are they going to do next? And there's a huge cliffhanger at the end of this season. But um, we had Carlito on. He was awesome. If you missed that, you want to make sure you go back and take a listen to it if you're one of the people that listened to the show as soon as it hit last week. So I just wanted to warn you about that. All right. Uh, the biggest news of the week this week, boys, is apparently something that AJ has known about for some time. Uh, he's just had yeah, to, just like a week. He just didn't, wasn't able to tell us because, well, there's a bunch of reasons. Um, but it's official. We have a Wednesday night war moving forward as WWE has officially counter-programmed uh, AEW by deciding to put NXT on television on USA every Wednesday night at eight o'clock. And here's and here's the thing, I would like to point out one thing real quick. Technically, this wasn't really counter programming. I knew this is because a, fuck this. This is what WWE tried to say. No, 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 no. I'm trying to tell you something. Okay. I'm Brandon. Shut the hell up. Okay. Uh. This was always a part of the deal when uh, they when they decided that they were going to lose SmackDown to Fox. Right. So that this was uh, uh, always that, a part of the deal from USA. So a, a, a twofold on that particular topic, AJ, because and maybe you know something because I was told a little bit about that, and I'm and maybe you know more. I was told ve- something very similar that that once that the USA was always interested in this, it was something was going to happen that some of the details, like the fact that it's going to be on Wednesday nights, that was not known until they decided they wanted to go up against AEW. Like, well, that's true, except for the fact that NXT's always been on Wednesday. That and that's also the part true. that's in the press release that they clearly were trying to say right. in order to... The WWE press release was like, on the night, it always has aired right. Wednesday nights. Right. No, no, you know? it's very logical. Again, this is there a world in which this always goes was going to happen, whether whether there had been an AEW or not? Uh, because because here's the thing, 
Why didn't AEW weren't the, what didn't they trademark Thursday Night Dynamite? It was two, or Tuesday, it was Tuesday Night Dynamite? Right, which is it's just a weird part of the story. You're right about that. It's a weird part of the story how AEW appeared to have a night handed to them, but then decided to take another night. Now a couple of people have pointed out that like later in the basketball season, sometimes TNT runs games on Tuesday night. Oh, they have a lot. Yeah, it's not sometimes. It's like it's but like it, a lot. It's not all season. All season they run on Thursday night. They always run right. on Thursday night. Right, but like in the certain part of this, like near a- the end or a- something. Apparently, yeah. I think part of the story is that like late in the season, they will sometimes run on Tuesday night, and I think there's also a complication. Like they do that. Um, it starts maybe when the NCAA tournament is running on yep. Thursday yep. nights because they can't run NBA games on Thursday nights. So right. they move them over to Tuesday nights, and then they keep doing Tuesday night stuff. I don't know. I, like again, I'm ta- this is from a media insider that I've talked to about this. Um, that sort of explained to me why that was the case. They had the, the Tuesday night thing was out there and then ended up being Wednesday night. He said it was related to the NBA, um, which seemed right. weird because everybody's like, well, the NBA is on Thursday night. That, that's kind of an odd thing. But apparently it has something to do with the NBA schedule that they didn't do Tuesday night and instead decided to do Wednesday night. We don't know, did they know that WWE was going to be doing this and decide, well, the hell with it, we're going to run Wednesday night anyway. There's a lot there, man. I don't know, but it sets up a fascinating... This is this is really good shit, man. Like this yeah. is really. But by, by, by the way, not only that, but it makes our lives. If we're just talking about, I mean, obviously, you've got two shows to watch on Wednesday, but it makes life as a wrestling watcher a little easier because you've got Monday now, Wednesday, and Friday instead of all these days in a row. So except for when there's a pay per view, right? So I kind of like that because. You know, later in the week, I always had more time to watch the show than I do earlier. In the and week. here's the here's the thing. You you know what this did for me? <coughs> I'm gonna watch a uh, very little AEW. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that you're gonna be. There's gonna be a few people that are gonna be like you. Um, if I have to choose, I'm not. And I'm not saying I got friends that are in AEW. That I I'm telling you, it's gonna be great programming. I'm not dissing it at all. But more Velveteen, please. If you're giving me live fucking NXT, I'm watching You're giving me Velveteen Dream with a live microphone? Are you kidding me? Right, I'm not turning that down. But I, I, okay, so I think this sets up what's the biggest question now for wrestling fans moving forward is the sheer. By the way, AJ, there was a other part of the story that you told us about privately last week. Is that something that we can talk about at all? Uh, Not yet. Okay. So here's what I'll say. As of right now, we now know that every week, whether there's a pay-per-view or not, every week between WWE and AEW, there will now be nine hours of television programming. Are you counting 205 Live? I'm not. I've said television. Oh, you're saying television. Sorry, sorry, Television programming. But to be fair, add in 205 Live. Add in pay-per-view weeks where you're talking about an additional three or four. Add in three or four. Well, depending well, on what the about what about right. SummerSlam? I understand. Where it's like you- I understand. Oh. Right. Add in uh, takeover weeks where you're talking about an additional two or three on top of that. That yeah, week was hard for me to get through all of it. Everything. You're you're talking about an exorbitant number of hours of programming a professional wrestler wrestling and and we can't we can't. There's an illusion that there could be something more coming to the WWE Network in the future. And, not just, and I can and tell you that there is something more coming to the right. WWE we Network. Right, just, we just can't say anything about it right now. And not, just, and not just that, but, like, there is heavy, heavy rumor that SmackDown's going to three hours. So 
there's that too. Well, there's, <laughs> yeah, they, well, there was rumors they would do that to add a third hour on Fox Sports One. Right. Um, I I think the word now is that like Fox Sports One, it's just not a year long option for them to do. And I, like as we talked about before, their deals with college football on Friday nights, their deals with um, Big Ten basketball stuff like that, it's just it's really difficult for them to lock into an hour and WWE apparently is hell bent on. You're not going to bump us over to Fox sports Two. Nobody watches that shit. So I, right. I don't, but, but there was something literally yesterday right. about SmackDown being three hours long. It's something that, they, that they've explored. Right. And, and yeah. if this is going to be a true bland, brand split again, it makes sense. You have one show that's three hours long. Why wouldn't you want the other show to be three hours long? If that's the route, you know, I say true brand split as we talked about. Obviously, there's going to be some. There's no such thing. Th- there, it's going yeah. to be truer than it is today. Like, like basically, the article I read is suggesting that it's all depending on what they do with 205 Live. If if like if they decide to ditch 205 Live, they still want a third hour of of something. Oh, oh and that makes sense. Oh, that makes complete yeah. sense. So there's a lot of shit, man, is what we're talking about. There's a lot. We're talking about a lot of fucking wrestling. And at some point, are we reaching oversaturation? And I know that sounds crazy to say because if you're. No, rest- you know, all it's doing is open up airways for Frank to come through. Okay, there you go. That solves the problem. I mean, but like as a fan, I mean, like before, I, obviously for somebody who's trying to get into the world of professional wrestling, like it's, it's a great thing for you to be there this many options and everybody having TV and all that shit. But just simply as a fan. Is there? A, I'm I'm saying directly, I'm going to have to tap out on something at some point. You're already saying that you're probably going to have to bail on watching AEW. I, I might not even start. I mean, like, there's. I, I'm just saying, like, you know, we've got two hours of NXT, which to me is the most compelling thing of all of this. No, I mean, I think that we all agree. There's no world in which what you're not watching is NXT, and in fact, and it's live. Val- hold on, hold on. Remember that commercial. More Velveteen, please. Yes, 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 correct. <laughs> it's it's two hours long. We now know why they were sort of like fucking around with Johnny Gargano or whether because because they need him now for sure. So he's not going anywhere. And, um, and I've never been neither is Velveteen because if they're if there's somebody you want to give live TV to. Right. And you want to build a brand around on television. Sure. It makes a lot <laughs> yeah. of sense. And guess what? It, the counter-programming has not started yet. The counter-programming is going to be when fucking Randy Orton goes to NXT to fight someone or... Because you know that's happening oh, now. Oh, of course that's like, happening. Right. Now that we've... Now that they're on an e- somewhat a, even playing field with these other two shows... That's what it AJ, like... We, we, by the way, this is foreshadowing because this happened a couple times when we it talked to so Go ahead. Go ahead, AJ. Try one more time. All right. We'll try to reconnect with AJ, see what's going on there. Yeah, but the, the real counter-programming is going to be when they start loading NXT with other with guys from the regular roster oh, that, coming over and doing all this crossover stuff. Well, the comparison I think that that's going to be the real like dagger into people having a problem switching between the shows, you know? Well, I mean, I don't know. I think that there's already immediately going to be a problem for people when it comes to... Well, no, to... that's what I'm saying, though, but they're going to stack the deck even more well, because they're going to do stuff like have Daniel Bryan go there and fight Johnny Gargano, or they're going to have stuff like, you know, the WWE champion going over there to... Cha- I guarantee you shit like that is going to happen now. But I think the, the bigger question, right, that we start with, and, and hopefully AJ's still here, um, I think the bigger question... I'm here! Okay, cool. I think the bigger question that we start with is what is this now for NXT? And I think that's the one that we have to see flushed out in the coming weeks, which is, 
Uh, are they now going to try to treat NXT like it's a brand in and of its own? Yeah. That's yeah, on, of course they are. Okay, on par with their other two brands. Yes. Except for the fact that, I mean, they've confirmed it's going to be filmed at a full sale. Um, and no, every no, week. no. It's going to be, they're going to be on the road a lot, too. Well, that's not what they said in the official announcement. The official announcement yep. said it's going to be broadcast live from full sale every week. And so I'm sure that they have there plans. Are, but there's going to be, yeah, there's already, there's plans to do it at, like, uh, other venues as well. Well, I, I'm but sure. It's just, most, it's just, it's just like they, when they, because you know how they randomly film an NXT at, like, yeah, a center stage or whatever. Or, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. yeah, something like that. First of yeah, all, but, but they're only... saying it's live right now. There's, so for, right. for it to be live, that's a whole different thing. Well, you know I what think, I mean? I... They can't just go to center stage and, and film a bunch of matches and throw it on the thing. Like, they're saying this is a live but show. What I'm, is, like, I, what I'm talking about is, does this mean that at some point they're going to say, we think we can take NXT to the Baltimore arena? That we think I, that I think this, that maybe they they are looking at that down the road. That's not what they're doing now, right? But I I do think they have their eye on that. And yeah, they, uh, I believe is it no longer called the Royal well, Farms? Sorry, Arena? the Royal. You know what I meant, the Royal Farms Arena. But okay, I was just making sure no, no, that no, there wasn't a drastic right. change no, 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 in no, things no, that I love. No, you're right. It's the Royal Farms Arena, despite the fact that you can't get any chicken there, which makes no goddamn yeah. sense. Um, th- th- I think they're more likely to go to you know the UMBC Event Center, I, right? I understand of the world, I, I understand like what you're the, saying, but those I, type of buildings. So that still creates sort of a differentiary between it being a third brand versus it still sort of being NXT, right? What I think is going to be really interesting is how quickly they're trying to elevate. Like you're putting it on the USA Network at eight o'clock on a Wednesday night. That's to me the same that's thing. That's big shit, right? Yeah. That's not. That's not the sci-fi network. That's not the fucking, hey, we're going to get it on TV to get it on TV. This is real, and it smells like you're now trying to elevate this show to a level at which it could go do arena shows around the country and not just takeovers. Like, it smells to me like you're trying to make Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream television stars. And to speak yes. to your point... They're, that's exactly what they're doing. Right. Of course they are. I think I think they're more likely to... Uh, I don't think they're going to jump right into that. I think they're more likely to put these guys... If you're going to a house show, maybe now when you go to a house show, half of the NXT guys are on the Raw show, half the NXT guys are on the SmackDown show. Because that is one realm where they still have the brand sort of sort of separate is, is in the house show... Uh, on the house show circuit, uh, you, they still have, you know, Randy Orton, Kofi on the SmackDown show. And they still have whoever the, you know, Seth Rollins and whoever on the raw show. If they have enough talent to have three different tours going on, why the fuck not do it? Because that's, because that was the problem before. I mean, they, they can't even fill the buildings for the two that they have going right now. So I think, I think that you beef up those shows first Right, and if they're killing it, then you you break off to a third round. Yeah, but I well, think- you say you you say you can't fill the building, but if you get twelve thousand people in a fifteen thousand person yeah. arena, that, that, those are not the numbers they're doing though. They're doing like five thousand people in those buildings on on house shows. Like if oh, you look you're, up, you're talking about house shows. I thought you were talking about TV. No, no, no. Like, I'm, of course, TV, like, uh, TV will be fine. TV will be fine. But, I'm what, not talking but, about TV. but I don't again. I don't know that they're also like regularly trying to run fifteen thousand seat buildings for house shows. Like they don't play. Yeah, they're not. They don't play basketball arenas every weekend. They do like a basketball arena one weekend, and the next weekend they go to fucking Amarillo. I ha- now I will say I have a been lot to of a them house, are, I've been a to a house show in South Florida where the Panthers play the hockey team. Right. And it's probably like a like a ten eleven thousand person arena. And there was 
like 900 people there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not that's a good not look. Right. Like, that's a problem. There's no doubt that that doesn't work. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. If you're doing that with Randy Orton you, and, and people like that, okay. you can't then try to do a third, a third, uh, you know, three shows in one night where you have people in the buildings like that. But you, you know what I mean? They're already doing it, that. They're just doing it at, at the at Harford Community College, right? Like they are. They're doing three different tours. No, that's my point, though. They're in fu- no. But if you look where NXT's playing, they're in fucking. But NXT's never been on TV. I I, I think we're talking about a different world now, where the, in their minds they're elevating these guys to being guys they want to have be draws. And I'll bring up a secondary point to this, which is we've talked a lot about sort of the loaded mid-card of late. And I have this, like, wondrous feeling, and this some people would hate, some people would love. If part of the way they don't solve part of the loaded mid-card... I can't hear anything. uh, Yeah, Glenn, it's always Glenn talking shit, but I can't hear a damn thing he's saying. Well, that's because somebody's... Are you driving? There's a bunch of background noise. Like, that's... Yeah, yeah, I'm driving... I have to drive. I'm not. Ma- I'm not mad at you because you're driving. I'm trying to explain it why it is that like that you can't hear something. Um, what I'm saying is that I could see a world in which they say, "Hey, Rusev, you're gonna go be on NXT yeah. for a while." And yeah. now, when you I, sell I that, that, when you sell yeah. that show, that tour, that house show thing you're talking about, it's not just NXT. It's NXT plus Rusev plus. Hey, remember when Daniel Bryan made an announcement about the fact that he was gonna do something he's never done before? Well, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, did. why wouldn't if like at this point we kind of joked about the idea of it being NXT before? Why the fuck not have it be NXT today? Like, yeah, what, it what could is really the be re- NXT now? What is the reason why you wouldn't have Daniel Bryan go spend six months traveling around fucking doing matches with Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole? Like, th- yeah, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I need. Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan, more than I need air in my lungs. No fucking doubt, man. Listen, if, if you do that, I mean, and I, I hate talking like this. Like, I, I think all the people that are that want to play up the AEW versus versus WWE or NXT or whatever. Oh, I mean, and, they're, and they're, also, they're, by the way, I would like to point out that you can like two things at once. Yes, Correct. They can, they can all me, coexist. I'm glad you brought that it's up, like, AJ. It's like, it's like the bit when people are like, ah, I don't like when people get mad that people are protesting police brutality, but then like. When a, like when in Philly, when the police officers got shot, you're like, see, this is the dangerous life that police live. And you're like, bruh, you can I can simultaneously right. believe that police shouldn't shoot people that don't do, that are not a threat and that people shouldn't shoot police. Right. Correct. You're allowed. To, and by the way, on like a much lower level, I can both enjoy a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich and a Popeye's, and a Popeye's chicken Popeye's sandwich. sandwich. I can be thankful that we live in an era where there are great options and they can all be pleasant and I don't have to pick one. I could just say, hey, is there a Chick-fil-A nearby today? I'll go to get that. If there's not, I can go get this. What a time to be alive. Um, That's a mention, Royal Farms potato wedges. Correct. All of these things I can all enjoy. That, all that stuff being said, though, if you have a live NXT where they put Daniel Bryan and Rusev and everybody we love that that doesn't get you know the, those those type of guys that the typical AEW fan likes, I think it's got a real problem there. I mean, look, <laughs> you I, know, like, I, I, it depends. I think on, you got a real problem right, there it's, with it's, it, uh, with your show on Wednesday night. I think you got to consider Tuesday or something. You I, know, I don't disagree like, with that. I think it's going to be tough for them. I, I'll, I'll and I'll throw out one more thought about this, which is I don't know why WWE doesn't do that immediately. The 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 trick part, and this is the part that everybody wants to you know, complain about, and AJ is going to lose his mind when I bring up, is the flip side argument is, are you going to water down NXT in the process? In no. This, this thing that we love, this thing that we have held at a standard beyond any professional wrestling thing at this level before, 
Is there a risk of this is the this is the one thing that I want to point out that like this is how WWE is actually like I know I said it earlier I, it's not really counter programming because this was always a plan but the one way WWE is definitely going to counter program AEW is how they're going to have the matches on NXT go correct there I- when they put Adam Cole versus Roderick Strong after Undisputed Era breaks up, they're going to give them 35 minutes to go be ape shit in the ring because they got a two-hour show. So I, I've seen but some of on, the most me, moronic me, fucking shit. Brandon, let me, let me, let me just follow up. I, wanna, Sorry, I just want to follow something up with that, AJ. AJ, are you saying that as an opinion or is that something that you have garnered? From... No, no, I'm saying that's going to – that that's – to me, that's the that's the smartest way to okay, do. Okay, all right. I just wanted to I just wanted to know that was I was I didn't know if you were telling us something that you knew that was a strategy. No, or no, but just... like at the same time, like you're telling me, oh, oh, you want to see Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle wrestle for the North American title? Oh, okay, we'll just do that live on Wednesday for 28 minutes. How you like it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's exactly what's going to happen. And I think, <laughs> like I was trying to say, I've seen some of the most moronic sh- comments. Ever this week, like the second that they announced this, oh Vince is going to ruin NXT. Oh and my god, I hate people. Have you seen all this shit? I mean, yes, no one knows yes. what the fuck they're talking about. Like, and also, no- also, I don't know if they know this or not, but Vince McMahon has owned the WWE for like a hundred years. Yeah, so everything and, you like and, and every you single like, thing that NXT right. has ever put together, if Vince said no, I don't want to do this, guess what the fuck wouldn't happen. I understand what you're saying. I, here's the way I think that I can intelligently make an argument, right? Like, because what I would say is we all agree that NXT works, right? Like, the, the way they've been doing NXT has been really fucking good. But is everybody in agreement on that? Yeah. Yep. So stop. Let's not make it about names. Let's not make it about who's in charge. Let's just say, I wouldn't it be our preference that it would continue, whoever has been making the decisions with NXT would continue to be the one to make the decisions moving forward because they've done a really fucking good job of it. I mean, I think that they will. Yes, and but I- yes, but here's the thing. Let's just say that Triple H made 100% of the decisions in NXT before this, this deal. That means Triple H did well enough that a network said, hey, we're going to give you a yeah, fucking right. slot for a TV show. For right. two you hours. Think, you, for two hours, you think Vince is going to then say, hey, I know you did so great with this, but here's the thing. I don't want to hear any of your opinions anymore. What? Right, right. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. To, for what it's worth, by the way, again, Vince apparently was not even involved with SmackDown the last couple of weeks. Or um, Raw this week. He um, wasn't either. Yeah, the, the word is that he's so in on the XFL um, that like he's had to cut back a little bit, although we also know that he totally rewrote SmackDown a couple of times too, so I don't, you know, holy shit, I have no idea where we are with all of that, but... I, look, I'm not as – I hate even bringing up Vince. I hate that because I feel like it's just a dumb you – know, It's this a cop-out. Right. It's, it, like it's a thing to just say it's, to it's, be it's, shitty. It's, it's a crutch, right? We just fall back on this crutch of Vince, 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 Vince. To me, it's not about that. It's about I, – I think there is a – when you've liked something and there's a change that comes to it, I understand the idea that you hope that doesn't mean there's more changes that come to it. You want it to continue to be the thing that you've liked. We all know it's going to be different. You're not going to put a live two-hour program on USA every week where that's not going to involve there being some amount of change. Like, there has to be. But you want that to be change for the good. And that's what you're hoping. For me, I think the one thing that I'll jump out at immediately is if you're doing this live every couple of weeks, it means, like, in the past, 
you would see uh, AJ. You've gone to these tapings. How many times would someone wrestle um, over the course of four weeks in NXT? Uh, like how many times? How many matches? Tapings? How many matches? If four weeks of television, how many matches would Velveteen Dream have in those four weeks? One. At most, at most two. At most, right? Like they might try to figure out a way for him to do two in one night. In this world, there's the possibility for him to have three or four over the course of four weeks. That's right. A, he, he goes on the show every week. Yes, now. that's right. a that's a good thing. That's, that's a very good thing. And, and and like the point I was going to make about the show not being different or being different. I mean, like it's going to be different. The production value is going to be much better. You would assume. Um, the other because th- they'll have money now. Although in fairness, I'm not really sure how much better. Much before. I'm not really sure how much um, better they needed the production to be. The production's never been bad. You know what I mean? Like it's no, but it can be better. Like sometimes the microphones and the backstage segments are very quiet. You can't hear them and things like that. You can okay, tell okay. that it's being made on sort of a shoestring budget sometimes. Um, it's but it's actually not made on a shoestring budget because they don't have to pay anybody that actually does the work. Well, that's my point. Like they will now because it's going to be unionized. No, they no, they won't. That's if, we're, if we're saying that it's going to evolve because, into what we think, where it goes into other buildings, they certainly will have to. Oh yeah, wouldn't it? But I'm saying every episode at Full Sail, they're going to still there's be students, right? Students. Right. Well, right. But the, but the that, by the way, that part think, is though they're going to step up the equipment a little bit because. If it's going to be on USA, they're not going to. You can't put those backstage segments on USA. You just can't. Like it's it's going to have to be better. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think that. Again, I think that we're all, we're we're splitting hairs in, in what we think of it. I don't think they've been bad. I think that no, they're not bad, but it's it's going to need to be better though. I mean, fine. I mean, I, to some extent, maybe there's truth to that. I guess what I would say is, uh, secondarily, um, there is a question too of like whether or not USA is taking a. Ch- there's a big difference in USA saying, hey, we'll do a two-hour show, and then USA saying, we'll pay you the money that we were paying for SmackDown to do another two-hour show. And I don't know that we know the details of that No, yet. we don't know that. Yeah. And so that, there's a big difference between those two things. And I'm not saying that like that's the, the end of the world, but if they're essentially saying, hey, look, we'll take a chance on this because we like you and we want more of your programming and we didn't like losing SmackDown, but it's going to be at this number and not the number that we were paying in order to get SmackDown – then that does limit, you know, some of the things that you're and, But it, the thing is, it doesn't because NXT, once again, is just cheap, way cheaper to produce right. and, than Right, as, as a whole, correct. It, from, from not, not, even, not even just the f- equipment and free labor, but, like, the actual talent. Right, they're not getting paid what the, the TV stars are getting paid. Although, again, in this world, we're talking about the possibility of, like... It know, might change all of that. Like, Rusev going over to do NXT right. or something along those lines. We'll see how much that changes moving forward. And it might be that... You know, instead of bumping up somebody, they say to him, "Hey, look, we can offer you a pretty good deal. You get to keep your house here. You don't have to travel as much. Why wouldn't you want to stay here?" And, 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 what, says, and when people yeah. are talking about watering down NXT, like that, I keep seeing the comments about that, and I think that might be the way you 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 phrase I'm it in the beginning. That, right. Um, I mean, really, one episode is like two weeks because because it's only an hour. When you watch those episodes, like I do, which is usually like three at a time because I miss them. Yeah. Like. Two episodes feels like one. You know what I mean? Because the, not all the same people are on those two episodes most in most cases. Yeah. So it kind of feels like one big episode when you watch two episodes, and then the next two kind of are the same because you. It, it seems like they kind of splinter them up so that you you okay you get Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole one week you get Velveteen the next week and then the next week you get Gargano again. It, it, it feels like they do a little bit of that. So now I feel like with with the two hour show you can still get all those people. In the one show, 
And, and like you were saying earlier, now you get them every week, and there's enough time to put everyone on the show. Right, right. Um, I, I mean, this is, to me, home run after home run, as long as, you know, there's not crazy vision to redo it, which I can't see why there would be, you know? Right. So let me, let me, one final thought on this, and then we'll talk about what happened this week. Um, the other, I, I brought up this, this topic, I was discussing this with some buddies of mine last night, and I had a friend who said to me, yeah, I do think that some that there is going to be you know some fatigue, but I think that the the price is actually going to be SmackDown. And he didn't say that because of the talent or because of the programming. He said simply because it's on Friday night. That he thinks that there will be wrestling fans who simply say by the get time they get to Friday night, they either have plans. Now you can somebody can make their joke about wrestling fans not having plans and not <laughs> going out on Friday night. But there will be plenty of people that have plans for Friday you know, night. No, but here's the thing, though. You know what the plan, and I'm guilty, just as guilty as any other wrestling fan. You know what uh, the plan is Friday night a lot of times now? What? An indie fucking wrestling show. Well, okay, for wrestling fans, that's true. So th- there might be a trade-off that, like, they are going out. But, to, for, but do you know what the, the beauty of all this is? Guess when you don't have fucking plans? Saturday morning. Well, that it's you know, that's a, but that's a trickier part because what he brought up and the, the person I was talking to was much more like me than they were like a hardcore indie you know like super wrestling fan. Where what he said was particularly in football season, it's just going to be tough for him because like the obvious answer is well if you have plans on Friday night then you can just watch it on Saturday. Well, we're we're if you're a sports fan, you're accustomed in football season to have your Saturdays fucked. Like they're just gone. You have till noon. You have till noon. If you decide to wake up early, if you you know if you have kids and you're somebody who gets up early and has that. Time. I've never watched. This is. I've never watched less football than last year, and I don't. I'll probably be watching even less this year. Okay, so that's that's a little bit different for you. But there's a lot of a lot of this audience that you're going for. Are people yeah. that are hardcore football watchers and people that watch College Game Day on Saturday morning and love that shit? Um, and I, I think that is, and I'm not. Look, none of this is going to make it so that nobody watches SmackDown. Let's be very clear about that. But his argument was part of the benefit of having it earlier in the week is that if you don't watch something live and you're not hardcore about it, you see something trending on social media and you say, "Oh, I really got to watch that tomorrow night." Whereas by the time you get to the weekend, particularly on pay-per-view weeks, you're going to run out of time. You're going to have a Friday night show. You've got plans. Saturday you're watching football. There's no time there for something to trend on social media and to get attention. And then you get to Sunday and you're like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to watch the pay-per-view. I don't need to go back and watch SmackDown from Friday night. Um, I'm, again, it's not going to kill ratings. It's not going to be like nobody's going to watch SmackDown. But I do think the interesting part is going to be the f- we've ne- we've never done this before with Friday night. Yeah, I think I think that's all fair. I mean, I, th- I think that's all fair. I, I would, it'll be very interesting to see how it all plays out. It, it even personally, like I'm less likely to have plans on a Friday night than I am to have plans just on any night. You know what I mean? It's well, like, you, you like my plans right. are not based on whether it's a Friday or not, right. just based on what's going on. Right. But um, I'm more likely to be home on a Friday, to be honest, because most of my plans would be during the week because of the sporadic nature of, of bands touring and things right. like that. Right. Um, Saturday, you know, I probably would fit it in either before the a Penn State game I'm going to watch or after, um, because I think it kind of fits into the football culture where if you're a score watcher, you know, you might be you might be more likely to watch that at the same time that you're paying attention to the scores of games you don't care as much about. Maybe, um, maybe, which is probably the way I would do it. Right. You know, if, I, right. if Penn State's on, I'm not watching SmackDown. Of like course. I'll watch it later right. or something. But 
if if I'm just like watching all to see how the rest of the games play out, that gets kind of boring after a while because people are blowing people out I, 84 to nothing, sure, and sure, 48 there's, there's to 10 to and things that. like that. So unless it's a prime time game. You know, I'm I'm probably more likely to throw SmackDown on just pay attention to the scores. You know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's an interesting. You know, it, it is very interesting because right. like I I totally see like it's, I, it's, there's so many people I know that just watch football all day, but none of those people watch wrestling. So yeah, they're a different. Uh, world. Not the I ones that I know. I hear you. But um, but right. anyway, we'll grab a break. When we come back in, we will talk about Raw and SmackDown from this week. We finally know who done it with Roman Reigns. M- maybe, <laughs> maybe. I'm not really sure. Um, I'm Glenn, he's Brandon, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Around here, there are two kinds of chicken. Royal Farms' world-famous chicken and everything else. What's the difference? Royal Farms' chicken is always fresh, never frozen. It's hand-dipped in a secret recipe of herbs and spices and cooked on the spot right in the store. Chicken from anywhere else? Who knows? Hungry for some hot and delicious chicken? Get some Royal Farms World Famous Chicken. It's one of a kind. And don't forget the Western fries. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. AJ, what is this the uh, theme to? Uh, this anime show that I really like called My Hero Academia. I was gonna guess it was anime. And where where can people watch this particular program? Uh, you can watch it all on Hulu. Oh, okay, very cool. All right, so there you go. That was yeah. It's, um, I mean, I don't. I watch anime because I'm a dork, but I don't watch like I don't watch every anime. Like I have friends right. that watch every fucking anime. Well, there's that one uh, like app that's all anime that people fucking love, and I. Uh, cr- I forget. Crunchy I forget the, the crunch the crunch app the crunch it's something like that. By the way, but, the only the uh, only like all the but like of all the animes I've ever watched, this is definitely one of the better ones. All right, all right. Uh, the only thing it would be harder to keep up with is than wrestling is anime. Well, that's probably true. If you were trying to live in that entire, world. <laughs> it literally is like they book the show like if they're wrestlers, dog. It's wild. That is wild. Crunchyroll is the name of the app. That also, um, this was a little bit of foreshadowing. <laughs> the reason I the reason I brought this up is because I am currently. Um, trying to work out a situation with my buddy Brian Idol, Ooh. in which in which I could potentially spend a few weeks in Japan working in. Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! That would be cool, man. Oh my god! So um, right now we're looking towards like November-ish of me going. Wow, to dude! Wow, that's dope. Some indies. That's dope as hell, man. Very cool. All right, segment number two of jabbing out, Glenn Clark, Brendan Linton, and. The main event. AJ Francis. All right, AJ, why don't you get to the question? Who had the best match in WWE this week? Again, I have to apologize. We're taping on Wednesday afternoon, so I have not seen uh, NXT from uh, this week. So I, I, I guess, oh, no, they, they couldn't have taped it at a point where AJ was. Did you go to the tapings this time? Uh, no, they, uh, no, they, uh. They had a taping, and I know one of the results. I'm sure you do, too. Yes. Um, but uh, I did not get a chance to go. Okay. So I have no idea what from NXT could possibly be in the equation. Boys, do you have a particular choice for match of the week otherwise? I do. Okay. Daniel Bryan versus Buddy Murphy. Uh, it was really good. It was. Really Buddy good. Murphy won clean. A legit one clean. There's no doubt about that. 
What the fuck? Uh, AJ, do you have? No, that was my pick. Okay, well then it doesn't matter. So there you go. Uh, that's the answer. Is uh, Daniel Bryan versus Buddy Murphy? Uh, they're clearly fucking strapping a rocket to Buddy Murphy of late. Yeah, uh, they are. I don't know at all what to make of it. I have no idea if that means that they have legitimate plans. Once upon a time, they strapped a rocket to a female character. I can't think of what what was her name. Uh, God, it's gonna drive me crazy. Yeah, what was I? I don't remember either. What was her name? What was what the fuck was her, it's gonna? I, when I if I think of it, I'll let you know. Um, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Was her name? What what was her name? Yeah, you still you're trying to pull Alicia right Fox. No, that wasn't Wait. the one. That... Is she have this music? It's I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> it sounds familiar, but Lace, I couldn't. Lacey Evans. Oh, Lacey Evans. That's who it was. I remember now. Hey, she was on main event this week. Oh, well, she's doing great. She's in great shape. <laughs> um, my point being, as I tried to bring it up then, and it bothered uh, Brandon so much, is right. that like even when you put people in these situations i don't really know what that means i don't know if that means that like for a moment somebody's hot and bothered about buddy murphy so like we're gonna give him a bunch of shit and then a month from now we're gonna fucking forget that he ever existed or if first of all yeah let me take let me see one thing and then can we just get into this whole thing that this is tied to fine um so the one thing i'm gonna say is i did read that this is completely fucking random which worries me for him because it's very good for him right now but basically, they didn't even know he was in the shot whenever they did it. And then th- this is what I read. Then, and then they decided to, like, work him into it. And, and then th- they got really excited to do all this stuff with Buddy Murphy. So he just happened to be fucking walking. This was never part of it, okay, uh, from what I read. Is, first he of just all, happened to be in that camera shot, and it was not planned. How the fuck does that happen? Like, you're, you're <laughs> taping... Like, a massive segment. Hey, sometimes you. it's better to be lucky than good. I agree with that, right. but like... AJ, for, your, for future reference, walk through every fucking camera no shot fucking that you doubt find. when you're like backstage. If, you never oh, know. The, uh, the gimmick idea I have is that I'm going to be lounging like on a wall backstage <laughs> like 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 a corner boy while sits on the uh, in front of the street corner. Yeah, sure. Like uh, uh, front store. Like Stringer Bell. Like you're going to be the Stringer, yeah. the Stringer no, Bell. No, not even like Stringer Bell, like WeeBay. Oh no, that's what I was. I was thinking of Stringer Bell. I mean, um, who was Michael? But, but who, like, but like, who was Michael K. Jordan? Who was Michael K. Jordan on the wire? Be Stringer Bell, like the the business savvy street boy. Right. You know no, what I'm I hear you. I hear you. Um, look, I I don't know, man. Like, I I I hope that it goes somewhere for Buddy Murphy because I think he's very good. But my gut is it's exactly what you're talking about, Brandon, which is just sort of like a hey, this can kick us through a few weeks type of scenario now buddy murphy got a clean win over daniel bryan out of it which is was awesome like good for but, him but if this is going to roman reigns daniel bryan right then you didn't necessarily need to have roman reigns beat buddy murphy only for daniel bryan to lose to him i, I hear what you're saying that is difficult yeah for well, me i mean i hear you uh, i mean i i love the buddy murphy i like buddy murphy i think he's great um i like the push i don't know whether he's supposed to be a heel or a face anymore but the, who cares uh, we've talked about how that kind of isn't a thing right now, but um, and we could talk about Samoa Joe too. <laughs> but anyway, like I think it's kind of difficult to have him pin Daniel Bryan in such a convincing way, and then you're supposed to believe that Daniel Bryan can go beat Roman Reigns. I mean, well, we have to see how this develops. But correct, and and what they did at the end of SmackDown, and AJ hasn't gotten. Oh my! Yet. Oh my God! I, I I'm I'm dumbfounded. So, like wait wait wait. So just tell me what happened. Well, wait, he hasn't seen it all, so we got to play it all out. Right. Okay, so 
the whole time, the whole show, AJ. For this is for AJ and anyone else who might just want to skip SmackDown this week. Um, the entire show, Daniel Bryan says, they, as he did last week, we have the culprit. We did all this invest, and then they had David Otunga saying that you know Daniel Bryan found a lawyer or some bullshit. Did foren- and he had a did forensic, forensic research and yeah. all this shit, right? The entire time. So then, so then at some point, they have Daniel Bryan and Rowan backstage with a guy with a hood over his head. And he's like, this is the guy, you know, that he's like locked in a room somewhere with a hood over his head. And we're going to reveal who it is the whole show. So they show him like two or three times. This is the guy. This is the guy. We're going to reveal him. So then Daniel Bryan loses to Buddy Murphy. This is also kidnapping. But continue. Also true. Yes, that is a good yes. point. Yeah. So Daniel Bryan loses clean to Buddy Murphy after a fantastic match. Then goes through um, the rest of the show. He goes back. And he invites Roman to come back to see who this person is. <laughs> Glenn, do you want to do the grand reveal? Hang on. First of all, you know, no, they keep showing camera shots of this person just sitting back there with a hood over their head, like they're being held captive. But there's but no nobody, one's there. Like nobody's back there with them. Like they're just sort of there, hanging out. Like it's the weirdest fucking thing ever. So they get back, like but not as weird as this. Right. So, <laughs> so I wasn't watching live, but I did notice because I had to pause at one point. That the main event, it's 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 at the one fifty three mark, and of course SmackDown goes right off the air at ten o'clock. So you realize like you got a lot of work to do because you got to end this match and still wrap up this Daniel Bryan thing. You're not gonna have a lot of time. So I'm like watching it, watching it. They get to the end of the match and they cut backstage, and here's the big dramatic reveal: <laughs> Daniel Bryan and Rowan staring right like let's see who you are you've been doing these terrible things to roman reigns and they rip off the hood or whatever you want to call it the mask and it's just a guy that looks exactly like rowan (laughs) just some guy you have no idea who he is. It's like a garbage man or something. It's just but his some head and his beard is exactly just like Rowan. Some and then fucking they just, guy. So the so the gimmick they're going with when it was Rowan, but we're just trying to lie. I, I don't. I maybe, or it really was this random guy. And I, who the fuck knows what they're doing? Uh, I, mean, the I, I thought talking. that might be the. I thought that might be the case when. Uh, when how they how adamant he was to make Buddy Murphy say he was lying, right? Right. Uh, I was like, oh, this is just them trying to push it away. It right. really was Rowan. They got right. caught. Blah 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 blah. And then now that you're saying that they did that, it definitely was Rowan. That's I mean, the gimmick. Yeah. They're going and that's with. fine if that's what it is. But like, it's just it, this was bizarre. Like this was just a what the fuck? Like really, this is what you did here? Come on. Um, this was one of those moments. Um, I, look, I was hoping I, it was the gobbledygooker. Yeah, like I, this, everybody just wants it to be something interesting. You know what I mean? Like when last week we were talking about, hey, where's Rusev been? And I was like, oh my god, Rusev fucking being the guy would be amazing. You know what I mean? Like, what a great swerve that would be. How tremendous would it be for him and for introducing him in a big spot? And like, oh shit, that would be incredible. You're looking for anything. You're gonna fucking build something up over the course of the night. You just needed to have it have some sort of payoff. This wasn't a goddamn thing. It was a fucking guy. Oh, God, I was actually angry, and I'm angry at myself for being angry, because why the fuck would I care? Um, oh, God, it was pathetic. But, yeah, that's what we're doing, and so we move forward with that. I have no idea, but, uh, again, kudos to Buddy Murphy, who's gotten some wins. 
Uh, for some reason, we've decided to have Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman win the Raw Tag Team Championships, which... Because they're going to fight each other. Okay, but a lot of people fight each other and don't win the Tag Team Championships. No, but this is, this is the only way they know how to do this with two faces. Like, oh, we're going to be the, the champions together. I mean, they've done this a fucking million times. It's the most stale ridiculous way to get people to fight ever and that's I mean, the, that's sort of the point yeah. that i wanted to make which is like i i i it's only frustrating i wouldn't care but it's only frustrating because of how sort of bastardized the raw tag team belts have been over the course of the last year and how much you've continuously flipped them um I, i'm i'm frustrated that you have something that works that makes sense and then you decide instead to just use it as a prop for another storyline that you're trying to tell. Like, that part to me is frustrating. Like, this, this was a good idea with AJ Styles and the club. Like, this worked. This was smart. Like, they should look really strong. Well, because they're just going to lose them back when they fight each other. You know, like, whenever it's time for them to not get along anymore... Then they'll just lose them back to the club, right? right? And that's fine, but I I don't like the idea of taking something and making it a mere prop for something else that you're doing. I yeah, just don't but they've done this forever. Which I, I mean, it's just their mo is they've done this with the tag titles forever. Whether it's like John Cena and Shawn Michaels, or um, I mean, there's a lit litany of people you could think you go back and, and I think, and, it, and I think if some Aaron of, did you know that Stone Cold Steve? Do you remember Stone Cold Steve Austin and HBK were tag champs yep. together? I mean, like there's <laughs> there's plenty of examples of that. I think it's sometimes what you've done is you've used it. I mean, how can we forget the greatness of Showmans? Well, yeah, sure. There was that. That was a thing. That's a good point. I'm trying to think of who did the um, Jericho and no and Big Show. Who did the Rock win and, with yeah. that wasn't Mick Foley? Who did the Rock win? Rock and Sock. No, that wasn't Mick Foley. I just said. Oh. There was somebody oh. that he won with on like Raw, and then literally turned around and lost on SmackDown. You're, oh, this is gonna drive me nuts. I'll try to pull it up. Um, look, it's not the end of the world. I don't really care all that much. I just it would be my preference to not use tag titles as a prop. Like I, the, the tag division should be good, and you have a lot of great performers. And I just don't think that your championship should be used as a prop. That's all I'm trying to say. Um, that being said, no, obviously we're getting to Seth versus Braun. That's clearly the path they're going. And, you know, I, they, they actually, I love the, the final shot of Raw, I think it was tremendous, where you had Braun sort of grabbing the belt and Seth looking back up a little bit startled. Um, the, the path, I, I assume, the path to this has to be Braun turning. That yes. New mega powers or what? No, I don't think they're going to turn. I think they're just going to do the face versus face thing. I don't. Why? 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 Because they want him to be a face. Like I said before. I think Braun Strowman, I honestly think if they really wanted to do this the right way, you have it Braun versus Seth and face versus face. Braun wins face versus face. And then he turns heel to retain the title. And that's how you get heel brawn champion fucking and with, brick shit and, and you give Seth the chance to chase after that um I, I, I would I, you not just Seth it's not for Seth let's let's be clear this is all for Roman oh to ultimately get the Roman yeah sure okay all right all right um I, I I don't have a problem with that I think at some point you have to have him go heel I mean I just I think you have to and I've said all along I, I it's a really weird spot to be in it's just a really weird spot with brawn because we like him doing cool shit. We like him doing amazing shit. But some of that amazing shit should be heel shit. Like, it should be that when you do something that's an incredible feat of strength, 
but you do it in an attempt to kill somebody, we shouldn't love that. <laughs> but the problem is, it's an incredible. But the problem is that Roman Reigns was the person taking everything, and everybody yeah, hates Roman there's, Reigns. There's, there's an issue there too. There's no doubt about that. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I it's it's a weird spot. I, I mean, ultimately, Seth versus Braun. Who doesn't like that, right? Like that's a that's great. Let's let's do that. But I don't know. It's just sort of a weird spot. Um, Sammy aligning with Shinsuke Nakamura. I thought that was really quite interesting. And I like it. I hope it ends in them fighting. Well, I mean, obviously, you hope it ends in them fighting, but I, I like Still it. Still one of the, the one of the like top three greatest matches I've ever seen live. Do you know what's interesting about this, Glenn? To me, I think this is the beginning of how they turn Nakamura face again. I agree. I agree. And thank fucking God, because yeah. they need to. Well, I mean, unfortunately, they just never did anything with him as a heel. Like that. I mean, I didn't have a problem with them turning him heel when they did. It's just that he should have been a badass. You There's know, more people kind of, for him to fight as a face than I, it than is as a heel. And I think as a heel, he's always going to play. Right. He's always going to lose to people we don't want him to lose to. You and know. I, and I think you can hear that there's a crowd that wants to get back to singing Shinsuke Nakamura's song. And yeah, they need to go back to the old music without the band plugging when, in at the beginning. When, that doesn't make no, any I like sense. The, no, I like the I like the band plugging in and all that. But then after the yeah, go back to the old song. Yeah, I would have. I would like that. Once he goes back to being a face again, it was clear what they were trying to get people to stop singing his song because he wanted to right. heal. Like I thought it was actually brilliant the way that they did it. But I think that you sense that there's a crowd that's like, okay, we do like this guy, and we kind of don't like the fact that you hit him from us from so long. Like we'd be inclined to like him again if you'd let us. Um, I think is sort of the the way that it felt, and I think you could sort of hear that at the beginning of his introduction the other I'm night. I'm getting chills thinking about this now, bro. After fucking NXT. In New Orleans, bro. Well, when everybody was right, singing his music, doing the yeah, Shinsuke absolutely, chant, bro, for a fucking hour out of the goddamn for arena. like an hour, bro. Yeah. We're walking, I'm getting chills right now. We're walking through the streets of fucking New Orleans with thousands of people just singing Shinsuke Nakamura's music the entire time. Um, it was it was unreal, no doubt. It was one of those, and it was never forced. No, no, it felt. <laughs> I mean, like it just felt like we felt we just felt something, and we want to keep living in it for a little while. Like we don't want to let go of it for a little bit. And you forget, dude. All three of us had on Shinsuke shirts, and that wasn't planned. I think that you forget because he's been missing for so long. Like truly, how fucking beloved Shinsuke Nakamura was. Like he uh, in an era where everyone could be a star in NXT for a little while because it was like NXT was so good. He somehow shined above them. Like, we're talking about an era where, like, everyone that was in... Name somebody that was in that situation, in a main event of an NXT that wasn't popular, well-liked. I mean, I guess maybe Andrade at the time was not that quite there, um, the way that some guys He were. was for me, but for you, you right. Are. But, like, even among that group that we're talking about, still Shinsuke Nakamura was above all of that. Yeah. Like, he was... The NXT movement, like he and was. honestly, the only person even in his realm, probably in the history of NXT, we're talking Adam Cole and Kevin Owens. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree with that. I think we're inclined to want the love. Shinsuke. I think we're more just frustrated by the fact that like he's disappeared for so long. Like, what the fuck has been going on? Like, like Rusev as right. well. We all like. We're inclined to like Rusev. What the fuck, man? Like, where is he? What are we doing? So, yeah, I, I mean, I feel that way, and I think that it's good. Um, what did you make of, again, a weird way that they handled it? 
one of the things that we talked about in the, the, the bastardization of what they could have done with Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon but was lost because Shane McMahon lost a match ahead of time was that what you still had was that Kevin Owens could finally shut up Shane McMahon and make him go away. Well, he didn't do that. Like, winning, winning that match at SummerSlam did nothing for Kevin Owens. It helped him in no way, and he's been far weaker since winning the match than he was before he won the match. Wait, what, what, I couldn't hear anything. What, what, what were we talking about? Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, so the the storyline when I was bitching about bitching about the fact they had Shane win or lose before the match, the story back was well, what you still have is that this could be the final moment for Kevin Owens to shut up Shane McMahon and kind of make right. him go away. Well, not only did you not get that, it's literally been the exact fucking opposite, which is post beating Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens has been weaker and Shane McMahon has been stronger. Yeah, and 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 I I told you guys all on text that this was going to happen in this match too. I told you Shane was going to screw Owens and the and the King of the Ring. I mean, obviously this is going towards some kind of crazy shit, well, you know, I mean, some what? kind of Hell in a Cell match or something. Um, nah, that's also Hell in a Cell, by the way. Now I really thought about you, just thought about this. Well, not just thought about this. I was thinking about this earlier. Hell Hell in a Cell is in October. Yeah. Why do we not think Kofi and Randy Orton were going there all along? Oh, yeah, sure. That makes sense. You're right about that. That makes sense. Um, uh, I'm trying to pull up exactly when it is real quick. Um, look, I, I'm trying to say this the right way. I think they can still get back to Kevin Owens where they were and what they were trying to do. But if the idea for Kevin Owens was that he was going to be the Stone Cold character, it's not been a great couple of weeks for that. Now, no. he can sort of snap again and go back to being that guy. And so I don't want to overreact to it, but the idea of making him so fucking red hot, he's literally like Stone Cold, it's been a rough couple of weeks for that concept. By the way, Hell in Hell is October 6th, and it's okay. literally the yeah. next pay-per-view yeah. so, after Clash of Champions. And, and it's, so, it's only a three-week turnaround from Clash of Champions to Hell in a Cell. So, so we're definitely getting Shane versus Kevin in Hell in a Cell. I think that's pretty clear. Yes. Yeah. And Crown Jewel is October 31st, by the way, in case you were wondering. Ah, but now where is that going to be exactly? Somewhere uh, called uh, Ridya. Oh, Ridya. Right, Ridya. Now, where... Oh, the world's largest Volkswagen dealership. No, unfortunately. <laughs> that's Jetta. This is uh, Riyadh, which is a, a different thing uh, altogether. I'm not sure exactly where it might be. but uh, Riyadh, that's how you say that. Sorry. Could be anywhere. Could be anywhere, that Riyadh. Don't know exactly where that is. Riyadh somewhere. And, uh, yeah, so. Yeah, right. uh, anything else from this week on TV that you guys wanted to touch on? I mean, Bailey oh, is going to fight I Charlotte. Right. And, and, and lose, I, to, lose, and to, lose to, to Charlotte. And, and, and Becky Sasha. But I, I thought Becky's promo was one of her best this week. I thought she and was... And Sasha's was not. No. Oh, no. It no, was no. bad. Neither, by the way, Bailey was not great. On no. Her. And was... this is, see, here's this has always been the problem, right? Um, Charlotte has always stood out immediately from the four, and then Becky sort of emerged. Separated herself, right. And the other two are just not there. You know, if we're talking total package. Not wrestling, not that they're not over... But, like, if we're talking total package, there was a clear delinea delineation between Charlotte and Becky and Sasha and Bailey. Um, 
I think there's a clear delineation just from Charlotte alone, but yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's mainly Charlotte, but Becky has emerged yes, she as, has. A, as a very good promo, which she wasn't before. So I think that the other two need to get... I, I mean, Sasha, I think, can get there. I'm a little worried about Bailey's. I, I, I you know, don't, and the should pro- be there. Again, now. I think the problem with Bailey too is I don't know how much of it is awkwardness within her own character, right? Like, yeah. what what are you willing to let Bailey do within that character? Um, I, I do think that's a, a tough part of it. I don't know if it's that she can't deliver. Those I think promos. I think if you have if you have Becky beat Sasha here, Charlotte beat Bailey, you could go title for title, Becky versus Charlotte, Hell in a Cell. Well, you know, and that's not going to happen because they have to do it at Survivor Series, the one time of year when yeah. SmackDown faces Raw. AJ, I, I'm surprised you forgot about that. See, that's going to be they're, when they're, they're doing something weird here that makes me think Sasha's winning the title, and maybe it's not at Clash of Champions, maybe it's at the at Hell in a Cell or somewhere. But they're doing something weird with Natalia here, where there's some other longer picture thing and i don't know if it's ronda considering her finger was just like basically sawed off over the weekend or over the past couple of days i don't know if it's what the that hell are you talking about did you see the picture of ronda rousey's finger like hanging off because she's no. filmed she's filming a movie and got injured and and she posted a picture of her finger like basically hanging from oh my like god i just saw it jesus christ Oh. So I don't know if that's going to prevent, but to me, this feels almost like a long game back to Ronda somehow, because wh- why are they doing this stuff with well, Natalia? It could, but it, what it makes sense to be is a long game. The, the, I, the Natalia part, I can't answer, but the four of them all working. I just saw it! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the four of them all working together sort of makes it a logical like path back to the horsewomen. Oh, like a like a fatal four way. Like the fact that for all you, the titles, the fact that you have. Oh, I'm not even talking about that. I mean, you could do that. I'm just saying, like the fact that you have Becky, you know, working with Char or Sasha Banks, Charlotte working with Bailey. The four of them are intertwined again. Would would get you back to a point where the four of them could somehow realize that they would be well served working together. Where now you have NXT on TV. With Shayna Baszler and the Horsewomen, right. and you could have you could have Natty sick Ronda on all of them. Something right? along those lines. There's there's something that could. Oh my god, I can't. There's look. something there with. They're the, not doing all this stuff with Natalia for I, no reason. I made the fucking like, mistake it, of, of leaving the picture up, and I just saw it. Like, geez, geez, yeah, gross. they went out of their way to do those segments. You know what I mean? I hear you. I hear um, you. There's something there, uh, but but yeah, I think it's interesting. I think uh, what else? Oh, can we talk uh, King of the Ring? I mean, the matches have been good, but it's the same shit that I keep talking about. What are we doing? What What is the purpose of this? Why are we having this thing? Like, why does this exist? And well, aside from all the complaining, like, let's let's like see where we think this is going. Have, has what has happened changed anybody's opinion on where this is going? No. I Man, I told you. I, so, what you still still think it's Drew McIntyre? No, I said I thought it was Ricochet. Ricochet. So, I think clearly. Ricochet is going to beat Drew McIntyre because you've got Samoa Joe on the other side, right? So now we have Cedric to face the winner of Miz and Baron Corbin. Well, Baron Corbin wins that match, right? I would assume so. Because, uh, you know, of whatever reason. So if Elias and versus the winner of Ali and Buddy Murphy. Now what do you do? 
Because you just had Buddy Murphy beat Daniel Bryan. Do you have him turn around and lose to Ali? Yeah. Or do you have Daniel Bryan come beat the shit? Yeah, I mean, that's that, there's a do, lot of right? things you can do. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great Daniel way. Daniel Bryan beats him up. Ali wins. Sure. Okay. So now you have but, Andrade versus the winner of Shelton Benjamin and Chad on. Gable, For which I think worth, you have though, to do Chad Gable. If you're doing that, it does. It would set up that you're doing Daniel Bryan, Buddy Murphy at Clash of Champions. I mean, like, yeah. you, couldn't, yeah. you couldn't really... If, if the point is to get to Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns... Um, if you have Daniel Bryan continue to go after Buddy Murphy, the, like it's tough to do both of those things. Right. So I don't. I don't know. I mean, it could be Rowan versus Buddy, you know, or whatever. But um, and you have you have Roman Reigns fight Rowan at the next pay per view and really play. I would just like to point out. I would. I would just like to point out that I definitely sent you guys my tournament bracket, and so far two and oh. Yeah. Um, oh right, because you didn't see what happened on SmackDown, so you don't. Right. Okay. I got. Well, it. Elias beat Kevin Owens, and Andrade beat Apollo Cruz. I don't remember what AJ's picks were. I don't. He remember. had. He picked Owens. I picked, on, I picked Andrade. Yeah, but you picked Owens, right? Yeah, I did. All right. So you're yeah. Kevin Owens is is Georgetown to me right now. I just again <laughs> the problem. The problem is I'm not trying to be dismissive. The problem is that like all of this just feels like sort of a thing you're doing because again, there's no purpose to it except if andrade wins he could be the king with the queen i i i, I don't i like that i do like that i know that was pointed out i actually i'm gonna be very pissed if that happens because one of my whole gimmicks is el rey and um it's out the window at that yeah, point yeah it'd be really tough it'd be really tough to sell that then um i, I i've said before if you want to do this like if you want to do this to try to reintroduce baron corbin remind everybody of why they hate him like i know we would hate it but it would also be great um, it would be a, a wonderful troll move to do something like that. But ultimately, I, I, to me, this feels like you've just you've just given Andrade like a path to the end. Because if you look at how this is set up, like Elias is clearly going to lose because of whatever with um, with uh, uh, with Owens. So then you're going to have Ali and Andrade in the finals. Well, to me, like. Those are two guys they have clear. They clearly like, but I think Andrade has been had pushed clearly yes. more yes. recently. Yes, he's hotter and he's you know dating Charlotte, and that goes along. Who would want to see Andrade versus Ricochet? Like, holy shit! Yeah, it'd be incredible. Nobody would. Have and then who cares who wins? But I think it's better for a heel to win the King of the Ring than a. Uh, how about we? How about we get a rematch of Andrade versus Drew McIntyre? Or what if they just now? This is let me. What if they threw Rey Mysterio into the tournament somehow, and then they just did more? <laughs> no. <laughs> What do we what do we get from all that? Do you, the Rey Mysterio I mean, thing? Just, do we think this is going to yeah, be him a, and his son as a yeah, tag team? It's a way for them to get Dominic on you know TV and then have Dominic turn on Ray, um, and and that that's the ultimate like that's a. Great, Dom, I, I haven't seen him any of his matches. Can Dominic go? Who told us that he could? We talked to somebody not long ago that told us that he. God damn it! It's going to drive. Was me it, nuts. it was like, a, obviously TJP. obviously he's probably was, not Ray because it was Ray TJP. Glenn. You're right. You're right, Brandon. TJP Ray. said he could go, yeah. and if he thinks that, I think he I can go. I feel you, but, but 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 I just it sucks when your dad is like the well, yeah, it's, gonna, it's a really right. hard thing to live up to. No fucking doubt, right? But like, he also happens to be like six feet tall or something. Yeah, or, he's going to be doing something 10, a little or, bit different. You know, he's right. not Ray Mysterio. He's big, right? But no, I think it's the obvious way to do it is to have them work together and then to ultimately have Dominic turn on Ray. And perhaps that be it. Like, that might be how you let Ray retire. It might be. The oh, my God. You know what? Dominic is the one who attacked Roman Reigns. Well, now we've got something. Now we've got something. All right. When we come back in, we're going to talk with Hornswoggle. I'm excited about that, man. Uh, he's awesome. Look forward to doing that. That's next. I'm Glenn. He's Brandon. And he's.
The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Baltimore's favorite bar is just 771 feet from home plate at Camden Yards. Sliders Bar and Grill is at 504 Washington Boulevard, just steps away from Camden Yards. It's the perfect sports bar for every season. This is the perfect time to book your private party or take the office to lunch. Feeding clients, take them to Baltimore's neighborhood sports bar, Sliders, for great food and drinks with some local atmosphere. You can book your private event on the second floor or on the outside patio, both overlooking the best stadium in baseball. See all of Sliders' daily specials or book your party at slidersbaltimore.com. Sliders, Baltimore's neighborhood sports bar. Visit them today. Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton, and of course... The main event. AJ Francis. Uh, I'm really excited to chat with our next guest. Uh, he has entertained us for a very long time, and um, he's got a new book out. It's called Life is Short and So Am I, which is the perfect title for a book um, that this man would write. Joining us now, Dylan Postel, formerly known as Hornswoggle. Dylan, it's, it's great to chat with you, man. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us this week. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for having me Ab- on to uh, talk about this project. Absolutely, dude. All right, so I, here's where I'm going to have to make the sheepish admission, all right? It, yeah. these, these guys didn't get a copy of the book, so you can't yell at them. I did, and I took it home on Saturday to read it, yeah. and I completely effing forgot until last night, so I've only read a little bit of the book. So I apologize for that in advance. But take me through, you know, I I remember having a conversation with you a few years ago, and you'd said something, like, sort of tongue-in-cheek at the time, because you were still working with WWE. You said, you know, sometimes I worry that they forget that I'm a person who just happens to be short and not, like, a child. And and I thought that was fascinating for how you would present your story, right? Like, and why your story is so particularly interesting. Can you take me through when you knew you were going to want to write a book about this amazing life that you've lived? So I always thought about it. I always thought about writing a book, but uh, to be perfectly honest, I got real lazy and didn't want to do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> so after I got released uh, in 2016, um, Ian Douglas reached out to me and we started it. And then uh, after that draft, we took that draft and we worked with Ross Owen Williams and did another draft and we have the final product. Is is there anything in the process of writing a book that you second guessed whether or not you wanted to talk about? Is there anything that you said like, Man, I know this is my chance to tell my story, but I'm just not sure if this is like part of the story that I want to tell. Uh, well, you haven't gotten there yet because you forgot about my... I, I'm, I'm a jerk. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm an burn, burn, sick burn! <laughs> uh, stuff with my son's mom. Um, yeah. I was very, very... Well, there was a lot of stuff that went on. Uh, you know, positive and negative. And, but I can't... The thing is, you can't just be positive about everything. You can't... Otherwise, it's not being truthful. Um, but I, I didn't want to... Some of that stuff worried me because... He does have a relationship, a very good relationship with his mom, and I never wanted to hinder that or possibly even hinder that. That's tough, man. <laughs> it's, that, that's tough. I, I, I need to know this. This is the first thing I wanted to know when we found out we were having you on the show. I yes, need sir. to know immediate reaction when you found out you were going to be the anonymous Raw general manager 
And how did you find out? Uh, well, again, um, he didn't get to that part. <laughs> but I am such a heel. I'm such I like, a heel I like right this now. bit. God. Uh, but it, no, I found out. I found out the Saturday before that Monday, so two days before. Um, as you'll find out, the book didn't it didn't go the way we wanted, uh, and I take a lot of that on my shoulders. Um, it's one of my I won't say regrets. I don't. To be honest, I don't have a lot of regrets when it comes to WWE. Uh, they gave me. They let a guy that should never have made it a two week shy of 10 year career um, and I, I, I can't be I can't be too upset about that you know to be perfectly honest and it's, it's crazy to me that, that you know when, they, when, I, when I first was hired they told me this could be a six month thing and it somehow lasted jeez. 10 years jeez that's amazing Dylan Postel is with us the book is Life is Short and So Am I it's available right now Dylan, um, you know, you, you say you go back to, to, you know, having a 10-year career and maybe not knowing what it was going to be when you signed on for those first six months. Did, did you, like, when in your life, whether it was wrestling or whatever, entertaining, when did you know this was something that you wanted to do? Uh, I was four years old and introduced by my, by my real brother to professional wrestling, and it was, it was, that's all I that's all I cared about. I didn't care about football or baseball or movies, nothing. I, I lived, breathed professional wrestling. Were you ever dissuaded that, that you couldn't do it at any point because of obviously the fact that you did not look like the typical professional wrestler? I don't know what you're trying to say by that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, uh, the, the, I mean, the biggest thing that should have, you know, sidelined it was when I had the surgery when I was younger and the doctor flat out said to me no trampolines and no contact sports and obviously I didn't listen to him very well <laughs> so it basically set up a life of saying I'm going to prove people wrong that's been my thing all the time it's, 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 you, and you can't again I, I'm, I'm one of those who can't live by, tell, by people telling you what you can and can't do if you truly believe that you should do something It's uh, if you want to do it, do it through what they say and enjoy it and uh, when you get done doing it whether you accomplish it or not throw a double birds and say hey at least I tried it I'm not telling myself Dylan, that of course D- D- Dylan how come whenever there's a DX reunion you're not involved I think it's bullshit <laughs> I was I was just a mascot you know uh, I was just a mascot that's what I keep telling myself <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you hey, get you're, you're back all the time. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, Brandon. I'll, we'll get back to that. Hey, man. Speaking of proving people wrong, how did it feel whenever you guys did this WLC match? And did anybody expect it to be as good as it was, other than you and the people involved? It was amazing, um, man. That I will never do anything better than that match. Legitimately, never. That that's. That's the greatest thing I'll, I'll ever do in my career. Um, le- legitimately, I, it, it's it's incredible how it turned out. Uh, no, so no one knew I could wrestle, and then we had that SmackDown match. Torito and I had that SmackDown match, and before the show, I was told, "All right, you're gonna wrestle tonight. Go get in the ring and try some things out." 
had, like it was a it was a ringside sellout because people wanted me to fail. I don't know if they wanted me to fail, but they were expecting me to fail because Torito is an absolute master in the ring, and I can't shake a stick at what he can do. But I knew damn well that I can work. I can wrestle. That's what I got trained to do. I didn't get trained to bite asses. Um, <laughs> I, Let him know. Yeah. I uh, so we we were messing around in the ring and uh, killing it. And then we had that WLC match, and especially in New Jersey, which is one of the most hardcore fan bases, right. they want to boo. They want to boo everything. Yeah. And from the first two minutes, we had people on their feet. And I get to the back, and it's a standing ovation from Vince and from everyone. And it was really incredible. And, uh, again, it, it, we, it was a nice, you know, it was a nice... Uh, in my mind, I almost, you know, you flip the double birds and you go, I told you guys all along. Yeah. It, it's great because, like, I mean, every podcast I listen to, every reaction, like, everyone loved that match. It wasn't just, like, it wasn't a niche thing. It was, like, people people were legitimately saying it was one of the two best matches on the show. I mean, it was the best match. It was better than the Evolution match. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. I I can say it now because I don't work there uh, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. The book is Life is Short and So Am I. He's Dylan Postel, of course, formerly known as Hornswoggle. It, Dylan, it's with that in mind in the context of the first question that I that I, that I I asked you about and that thing that you had told me all those years ago. Like, did it get frustrating at times Like when, when you would be asked to do these other things with you saying, dude, I'm a wrestler. Like, I can do this stuff. I'm, I, I can prove to you that I can do this stuff. How, how tough was that for you in knowing, hey, you've got a job. It's a great job. It's a great opportunity. You're doing something that people would kill to do. But yet, you know, like knowing that you had so much more that you could offer and maybe not wanting to be pigeonholed into just sort of being, you know, oh, right, we'll make a short joke here. Uh, yeah, I mean, at times it was frustrating, but... Um Finley always told me he he, he be, I don't know why he believed in it, but he always believed like don't worry, there's gonna be a day where you get to show it. Not right now, but there will be a day where you get to show it. So he knew I was frustrated, and I just wanted to wrestle. And he goes, and he always said, once you're a wrestler, and I didn't get this right away, and I I, I still I get it now so much more. He goes, once you're a wrestler and having matches, you're just a normal person on the roster. You're not special anymore. And I was like, man, that makes complete sense. I was a specialty, and people were so excited to see me every time I popped up because they didn't know what I was going to do. I wasn't having a regular match on Velocity or Sunday Night Heat randomly because they forgot about me in creative. Hmm. Hmm. That's an interesting perspective, man. That's a really interesting perspective, right? Like that, that you sort of get lost in the shuffle if you're just a guy that's going out and having matches, that you're not... You know, that you don't have a, an imp- boy, that's a weird way of looking at it. I imagine it's difficult. It's difficult to have that, you know, perspective, you know, when, when you just want to wrestle, right? Like, I can't imagine it's just easy to, to hear that and say, oh, yeah, sure, that works. I did, I did swallow that pill um, because I, I still had it in my mind, you know, obviously this, I was a 20-year-old kid. I just wanted to wrestle, and I was so headstrong on, on that fact. Hmm. When Sorry, AJ, AJ, you're cutting out a little bit. We'll try to clear that up. Um, Dylan, I, let me let me pose this to you as I try to get AJ straightened out. Um, yep. Is there something still 
that as a wrestler you want to accomplish, right? Like that everything you've done, but specifically as a wrestler, is there still something that's out there that you want to do directly? Japan. Hmm. I need to go. I need to go to Japan. Um, I can't call this a career until I do that, and that's what. Like the la- literally the last thing I need to do is go to Japan. Um, I don't care if it's for one show or a month. I need to go to Japan. I need to. I need to wrestle once in Japan. Wow! Wow! Uh, it's something that you've been pushing for. I've always wanted to go. Um, it, it always. It always was such a such a, a blow because it would. We, WWE would have you know the tours, and one would be going there, and the other would be going like Alaska or there, and then the other one would be going somewhere else. And Fit and I were always on the other tour. Always got switched like last minute. Wow, man. Yeah, so it. That's literally the last thing I need to do on my bucket list. Jesus. AJ, let me try again and to ma- see. If- and mainly because I want to go to Tokyo Disney as well. So- I mean, okay, fair enough, right? I can, like, I can wrap it. I can, and then I can, make, I can make a reason to go to Tokyo Disney and not just, not just fly over there just for that. <laughs> you can do it on somebody else's dime. That's the. the- well, yeah, that too. And yeah. I, also, I also always, I mean, I always, it was always kind of a promise to myself that I would bring my dad. Oh, me. that's cool. Um, over there because he's been my support system for so long, that's, you know, for my whole life, and uh, and that's that's something the book that I that really comes through. I, I hope a lot is my uh, my relationship with my family and how important family is to me and all that, you know, with my son and everything. Um, and that's yeah. If I go, if I go, he'd be coming with me. When all right, so I'm gonna propose this question. We always we often ask people this. Oh, oh, AJ, Damn I'm sorry. Right yeah, I know, right? He's it's, right there. I know. He's got it. I think I know where he's going to go with it, but unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, it's just not going to work. Let, let me let, let me dive back in for a second on Disney, for, yeah. because we know how much of a Disney guy you are and how, how that's been a part of your deal. But, like, the, the, I know as silly as it was, like, the stuff with the Muppets and getting to do that as sure. somebody who sure. desperately sure. loves Disney. That is not... That is not the least bit silly. That, that my, okay. Heroes you're That's what I was trying to get to. Like, how amazing was that for you? I I say that that's the second coolest thing in my life behind my son being born. Because if I didn't say that, I would be a horrible parent. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only that's the only reason I say that. It's it's literally number one. Landon being born, one A, working with the Muppets and doing that movie, and it's like. Man, that was it was the coolest thing for me. I'm 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 a Disney fanatic and I'm a Muppet I'm a huge Muppet fanatic and so just doing that was legit so the most incredible experience I've ever had in my life. Wow man. That's neat to hear you say that. All right, AJ, we're gonna try one more time before we strike you out. We're gonna give you we're gonna give you one more shot at this. Otherwise we'll just have him mail me the question. (laughs) Yeah. Can you can you answer via smoke signal? No, uh, the question I was going to ask is, Vince calls you said you get to work a program with anybody still in WWE you haven't worked with before. Who is it? Right now? Yeah. Right now. Well, probably, I, I know, a smart thing would be, like, say, like, Rollins or something, so it's on top. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man, I would, love to, I would love to do stuff with New Day, just because they're my Yes! Kofi's my best friend, um... And, and, man, their stuff is always so entertaining and so fun. 
little insight. Uh, I passed on the opportunity to be a pancake during the WrestleMania. Shut up! Shut up! Yeah, and that, that because I, I literally passed, and Kofi was so mad at me. He was so angry at me. Um, I was like, I was like, people aren't gonna know it's me. I'm just gonna be a random midget in a pancake outfit. I'm not gonna. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> and uh, and I so and like every year we have a tradition where my son and I watch it together. And it's every year it's our thing. I have some some of my students over and some of my my friends over, and we have a we have a big party. And but my son just the whole night sits by my side and we watch WrestleMania together. And it's always our thing. So I would have. Kofi was so pissed off though. Wow. We we had you in mind for this, specifically in mind for this. Oh, dude. Like, okay, I get where you're coming from, where, like, you're wearing a – so, like, it probably would – but still, man, like, that just seems so perfect. Like, it seems like such a logical – It would have been. It it would have been. It's not a – I don't regret it. I still don't regret it, but it – yeah, working with them would would be probably my number one thing, too, because they're – Especially considering that was the biggest and best moment of WrestleMania this year, bar none. No, uh, it was two years ago. Oh, okay. So it wasn't oh. when this oh, past year, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. It was when they did that. I remember exactly what you're talking about yep. when they did that thing. Yeah. So still, I mean, like, dude, it's just that's such a perfect thing. Um, man, man, that ugh, God, I, I, under, I, like, I would still be thinking about it. Like, I would really struggle with, with that for some time, man. And with all the with all the great entertaining madness that's going on now with the twenty four seven championship, I could see you fitting right in that uh, uh, that window as well. My my Twitter blows up every Monday and Tuesday <laughs> because of this, and it's uh, you know to say I was shocked that I wasn't at Raw reunion for something with it would be an understatement. But I never wait by the phone. Um, I'm not one of right. those guys that constantly waits by the phone and things like they're gonna call anytime i'm a. this might be not might not be the best way to live but i'm kind of a negative thinker so i I think it's not going to happen so when something does i'm surprised by it instead of being let down by it um and that's just how i live and how i've kind of always lived um and so when i get the random calls for saudi arabia or for the the women's right it's a shock to me and it's such a cool surprise well, and that was the thing I wanted to get to, which is, like, it seems like the relationship that you have with the company is good because we, we see you pop up for the Royal Rumble this year when, in Saudi Arabia, and it, it seems like they still, you know, have an appreciation for how much of a fandom there is for you and for the character. Um, it is a bummer that you weren't at the, the, the Raw reunion, and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, where is the relationship today between you and them? Um, as you'll read... As you go and yeah, keep yeah, right. Back sides. to me being a heel, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. You'll see that. I mean, I, I've I've never buried the company. I have no reason to. Again, they gave a uh, a kid from Oshkosh, Wisconsin, uh, uh, an opportunity to live in. Wait, that's a real place? Yeah, that's legit. Yeah, <laughs> that's, my, that's my that's my hometown, man. I live here right now. I'm in the house in Oshkosh, guys. Uh, but it's it's they gave me an opportunity to live a dream for 10 years i can't say much negative about that no one i mean people want to be movie stars and want to be you know directors and this and they're plumbers and you know and and, and home builders it's not that 95 percent of the world doesn't want to be a plumber when they're young you know what i mean right right um 
I, the way that I ask this, like, I, it's going to sound like a dumb question for me to say, would the Hall of Fame be a big deal? Because, like, of course it is. But, like, you know what I'm saying? It's This is a kayfabe thing. This isn't a meritocracy where, like, you know, in baseball... A what? The, what was that word? Yeah, I know. I know. We're not supposed to say these things. Like, in baseball, the best baseball players go to the Hall of Fame, right? Like, they, like you had the chance to prove yourself. It's, Unless you're Roger Clemens or Barry Bonds. Fair enough, right? Um, Jesus. It's a little bit different when we're talking about a WWE Hall of Fame, where the guy that might have been the absolute best professional wrestler of all time just never got the opportunity, it didn't work out, whatever it was. You mean The Rock? Well, I mean, that's a little bit different. Um... Is it a big? I think he's doing okay for himself. Yeah, he'll be all right. <laughs> he'll be all right. He'll survive somehow. In that context, is it a big deal for you? Like, is it something? I think that there's three people that you're talking to right now that would say this is a no-brainer. You were such an important part of the company and so goddamn entertaining week in and week out. You should obviously be in the WWE Hall of Fame. But is it a big deal knowing like this? This isn't a real thing that we're talking about. Greatest, it's the greatest thing you can ever dream to be in. In all reality, it's WrestleMania, and when your career is wrapping up, it's the Hall of Fame. Um, I don't ever think about it because, again, I don't ever want to be let down. And the minute, I, in my in my crazy mind, the minute I start thinking I deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, that has egotistical written all over. Sure, it. of course. And I don't, I don't ever want to be that way. Um, if it happens, it would be the, the greatest night, the greatest night of my life. Um, but I don't. I always think like I did some really cool things. Yeah. We all see and DX and Vince's son and the cruiserweight champion and, and just everything. I May Young gave birth to me. <laughs> uh, you know, all these cool things. Right. But yet, what else can I do? Like, what? There's still stuff that I want to do, and still. Like wrestling Scott Steiner and wrestling Nick Gage and yeah. all this stuff. It's, it's uh, I just feel like there's so there's still more that I, I want to do. So you're not you're just not at the place where you're like post reflecting on a career yet. And I and I no. I certainly I get that. The, I say in the book I want to be done by 35. I'm already 33. I don't I I, I don't see that happening. And all you got I'm, you got more to do. You got more to do from that point. I hear you, man. All right, it's uh, the book again, Life is Short and So Am I. Um, let's get plugs in. It's at, I know, WWE Hornswoggle on Twitter, but what else can we plug for you, man? Uh, my, my independent wrestling company in Wisconsin here at ACW Wisconsin. Follow us on Twitter and at, at ACW underscore Wisconsin or ACW Wisconsin on Facebook. It's, uh, my company's going crazy, man. Our, our company, sorry. It's never about me, it's about us. It's, uh, we started at 125, you know, our first show, and we just ran a D-League basketball arena for the third time. Wow. We breaking 2,000 people, some shows. Wow, dude. And the, we, we beat SmackDown when it was in Green Bay, and we did the, our show in Oshkosh. Yes, again, that's the real place. <laughs> uh, dude, that's incredible, man. Congratulations on the success yeah. of that. That's, that's otherwise, awesome. Uh, otherwise, follow me everywhere on social media at WWE Hornswoggle. All right, and let me leave you with this um, because AJ is transitioned into his life as a pro wrestler. Um, what would you think about like a match in the future with a three hundred thirty-five pound, six foot five dude? Um, could you make well, that work? I mean, if you look at a guy like Titus transitioning from football to wrestling, isn't really a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> or, or a 
guy. Yeah, I can do standing moonsaults like Apollo Crews. I like my chances. So I'm. But could you make that match work? Could you? Could Hornswoggle wrestle that dude and make it a? I, oh, I, dude! I, I have no. I, I would definitely put Hornswoggle over. There's no way I'm winning this match. <laughs> I, I was in WWE for ten years. I ain't laying down. I love that. I love <laughs> that. Yeah, I'm saying I'll, um, I have no problem. I'll tap out. Right, next time, next time I'm in the Baltimore area, let's uh, let's make this happen. I love that. Oh my yeah. God! Please I love do, that, do it. That'd be incredible. Hey, uh, Dylan, uh, congratulations on what's already been an unbelievable Thanks. career and the book, man. I promise you, I'm gonna deal, dive through the whole thing, and then I'll report back to you once I do. Um, I would really love to hear your thoughts. On I that. will. Thank you for taking the time for us, dude. We really enjoyed this. AJ, AJ, also, uh, go pack, go. <laughs> Oh, respect. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys, very much. We'll talk soon. Awesome. Thank you to Dylan for doing that. He's great. Uh, I absolutely believe he's a Hall of Famer. Like, there is no doubt in my mind that considering who you put in of of that ilk, of that type of performer, that he stands up with all of those guys. And he was a significant part of programming for a decade, man. Like, that to me is worthy of WWE Hall of Fame. So... I'm uh I'm of that opinion. All right, uh, AJ. Um, you know, what? hang on, real quick. Two things. One, I did see we were talking earlier on in the show about the money for from USA. Uh, Dave Meltzer reported that the WWE is getting fifty million dollars or more. Holy shit! Which isn't you know necessarily uh, SmackDown money, but seems like a pretty good. But it's more than than the cons are going to give AEW. Uh, correct. Correct. It's also fifty million dollars more than they were getting make NXT before. Also true. Also true. Now, uh, now the flip side. Somebody, I did see somebody say like, "Will they lose anyone subscribing from the network over losing uh, NXT?" No, the network. No, is about the, still get takeovers. That's the point, and the pay per views. Like that's it, a du- that's another one of the dumbest things I've like, ever seen. Like again, it's it's you know it was part of what made people want to sign up for the network to begin with. But if you sign up for the network and you're getting all the takeovers and all the pay per views. Like you're gonna you're gonna drop it now and choose to pay fifty bucks for a pay per view? Like no fucking chance. So, um, yeah. no, that's not gonna be the case. Um, and then I did see somewhere that apparently Kurt Angle told ESPN that Brock Lesnar still wants to have a ma- uh, fight with John Jones. So he's not. We talked about this last week whether or not he had just completely abandoned and given up the idea of ever being a UFC fighter again. According to Kurt Angle, the answer is no. He would still want to have a John Jones fight at some point in the future. In the latest episode, is of this Kurt, Kurt Angle, Angle can't keep his mouth shut. Yeah, right. <laughs> is, is this Kurt Angle or Kurt Kankles? Ah, ah, thank you. God damn it. That brilliant yeah, joke. Glad that, Ben had that great God, joke. Ben came up with that. It was unbelievable. I'm so fucking jealous of Ben Nash for coming up with that thing, man. I'll never be over it. All right, uh, let's get in our plugs. AJ, we'll start with you. Uh, yeah, you can catch me at Primal Conflict Wrestling on uh, September 7th. Uh, SCW will have another show called Labor Pains in which I will defend my SCW championship in a triple threat match against six foot two Glamazon Sawyer Wreck and Bull James. Uh, it's going to be a great show on the 30th, great show on the 7th. I am going to be in a TLC match in Fort Lauderdale on October 5th. Um, I got a bunch of other bookings. I'm going to be on a show with Tessa Blanchard at the end of September. That's cool. So there's a lot going on for Frank right now, you know, in the wrestling community. Um, I can't wait to do a backflip off of a ladder. Um, and uh, I should have asked Hornswoggle advice for a TLC match. 
Um, no doubt, right? No doubt. He's, uh, you can Maybe you can try to recreate a WLC match in your match. Yes. And you can follow me on all social media at AJFrancis410. Once again, that is at AJFrancis410. Brandon. Yo. So, RamsAlive.com. Check out everything we have coming up. Um, uh, we just announced new politics, plain white tees and the Mowgli's on December 10th. Uh, we talked about it last week. We've got Citizen Cope December 29th. Tickets are on sale for that now. And we are participating in a big charity thing at the Anthem in Washington, D.C. on October 11th featuring Katy Perry, Nora Jones, and Mavis Staples. Shit. Uh, you can check all that stuff out at our website, ramsheadlive.com, or on Twitter and Instagram at ramsheadlive. Uh, by the, are we going on Friday night? Are we to the Wallflowers, yeah. yeah. So right. we have the Wallflowers on August 23rd. We will be there. All right. Um, come hang out. Buy Glenn Beers. I, for, I, I don't drink either. I don't drink. He doesn't either. drink. Oh, yeah. so neither we're boring. We don't drink. Know, right? But come sing uh, Sixth Avenue Heartache with us. I'm down with that. Uh, hey, uh, real quick, something we say things to plug. Obviously, a pretty momentous week for you. Uh, oh, yeah. So I had my last chemotherapy. Um, my alarm just went off about half an hour ago. So I'm going to get this thing unplugged, and I will hopefully have no more chemotherapy. And Ready? So I'll get a scan tomorrow out. and we'll see Cancer if. Cancer uh, tapped out. Cancer up. tapped out. Cancer tapped out. <laughs> so next week, we, we should know. I love that, man. I love that. That's awesome. Very good stuff. At Brandon Linton on Twitter. Um, at the Aosters, how you follow Aaron, why you would, I don't know. Uh, you can read As the immortal prophet Young Thug once said, fuck cancer? Shout out to Boosie? <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with that. I'm, I'm with them. I'm 100% on with it. With it on that. Uh, Aaron's got a show. It's on NBC Sports Radio. If you can find that, it's apparently on TV too. I I'm sorry. I wish I knew. I don't know. Uh, but he's part of the Daily Line, which is a show. Um, awesome. And then I'm at Glenn Clark Radio. GlennClarkRadio.com. Thanks again to Hornswoggle. That was great. Uh, for uh, Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. 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 Mm, one more maybe one more there it is he's aj francis i'm glenn clark this is ben jobbing out oh dick this is ben jobbing out goodbye cancer